This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Biden administration is on the offensive to spell out the provisions of the Inflation Reduction Act. President Joe Biden signed the bill into law yesterday, and today two of his cabinet officials spoke to reporters about provisions in the bill that would impact rural America. From day one, President Biden made clear that America would resume its position as the global leader on climate change. This law does that. That's Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael Regan. He said the impact of the bill should be felt quickly. It will be similar to what happened when the president signed the bipartisan infrastructure law. You know, within a matter of weeks or a month, EPA hit the ground delivering results immediately from that legislation. We know how to do this. We are prepared to do it. And we don't anticipate anything different this time around. He's not alone in expecting a speedy turnaround of funding and other provisions in the bill by the federal government. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack expects the same from the Department of Agriculture. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. Farmers can expect to see the conservation dollars allocated in the Inflation Reduction Act right away. Speaking to a group of farm broadcasters this afternoon, Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack says the law does not require new rulemaking by USDA to determine how the funds should be spent. The expectation is that these resources are going to be put to use right away. Uh, because the bill does provide uh, and breaks down by year uh, the level of, uh, of investment that will take place uh, uh, in EQIP, for example, or CSP. Uh, so the expectation is this resource is going to allow us to begin to whittle down um, the very significant waiting lists uh, that we have for projects that require conservation resources, but haven't had a chance to do so because there simply wasn't enough in the or regular budget. He says Capitol Hill should benefit from the law, as well as when legislators write the upcoming Farm Bill. The reality is this, I think, creates greater flexibility with reference to the Farm Bill, because it really does address in a very significant way uh, the conservation resources. And so it it creates greater flexibility uh, for the drafters of the Farm Bill as they look at, at, at additional uses and needs within that Farm Bill that they may not have been otherwise able to do with this resource and conservation as significant as it is, uh, it gives them a little bit more flexibility. The legislation includes nearly $20 billion in climate smart agriculture investments, as well as additional funding for biofuels infrastructure and forestry programs. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel. Finally today, trade is a big part of the growth plans for the produce sector. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. Despite challenges from labor shortages to international shipping delays, produce has continued to see exports as a key to industry growth. Sharon bomer Lauritsen is principal at Ag Trade Strategies and previously worked in the U.S. Trade Representative's office. She says trade talks happening now aren't focused on tariff changes. That means attention has to shift to non-tariff trade barriers. Making sure that there's enough focus on um, science-based pesticide regulations, science-based phytosanitary measures, um, and also evidence-based technical barriers to trade that are not overly burdensome um, on our exports. Things like sustainable packaging requirements. And she noted that members of Congress have raised concerns over whether too much trade conversation happens in secret. Uh, That is not a new criticism. And I agree that really some daylight does need to be brought and uh, make sure that these negotiations are transparent. Bomer-Lauritsen is serving as a consultant to the International Fresh Produce Association. 
So is Anne McMillan, principal at Invariant. She says with elections and the lame duck session coming and then a new farm bill in 2023, things are exciting. It's been a hot summer here in Washington um, and it's going to be a wild fall. And that's just sort of the, the name of the game. And so looking forward for you all to share in that excitement with us this fall. The two spoke during an International Fresh Produce Association virtual town hall today. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.